0: I'm gonna pray, I'm I'm praying for me, not you guys. You guys are fine. All right, Holy Spirit, thank you that you're here. Thank you that you're good. We just thank you for your your kingdom. We just thank you, everything we do, we do in the name of Jesus. We thank you, Lord, for where two more uh, are gathered together in your name, Lord, you're here in the midst. So we thank you for uh, history being made from heavenly places. We thank you, Lord, right now um, we just break anything that would resemble religious low IQ rubbish reality. And we thank you for a quickening. We thank you for high frequency revelatory anointing that uh, that breaks the yoke. And we just thank you in Jesus' name, amen. Got a bit fancy. All right, so um, I've just, yeah, I've been sort of uh, traveling a little bit, as you know, and. went to uh, Switzerland and Germany with Anna Mendez. That was amazing, that's for another time. And then it's back for three and a half days, uh, long recovery time. And then um, we had scheduled to speak at Bride Tribe Advance in 2020. So who knows that was a difficult proposition in 2020. Not much happened apart from the great toilet paper revival. Mine, yeah, well, you know what I'm saying? Like it was Black Friday every day. So, so well, White Friday, I suppose. Or, uh, <laughs> anyway, um, we're meant to go there. And, and, and around that time, I remember, uh, we, you know, we didn't know the trajectory of everything. We didn't know what was going on. I remember sort of like one minute people going, you know, when, when you're here two weeks to flatten the curve, And you You live live in Victoria, Victoria. (laughs) they wouldn't even let him join a golf club. I think, Amen. So, but when when you see that, you go, you don't know where this is going to stop. When you clearly got the powers that be that are just misrepresenting things that happen. Oh, but they're doing their best at the time. Hindsight would 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 maybe suggest otherwise in some sectors. So we were meant to go, and then what happened was got cancelled. And I think not long after that, Rachel uh, had a vision. And she, she, she was sort of like, uh, you know, I tend to, when I'm with people, <laughs> I tend to telegraph things. I'll go like this and I'll go, I just saw something in the spirit. Okay, so, so I, I've got this terrible habit of doing that. Rachel did that and she goes, I just saw you and I in America when Trump next runs for re-election. <clears throat> and I'm like, it seemed, didn't seem likely at the time. Uh, <clears throat> and so, but that, that came to pass, it was very accurate. Um, and so we went across there and we spoke at the Bride Tribe Advance. Uh, God moved, uh, there was 500 people there from all over the world. Um, it was in Houston, Texas. There was the glory of God manifested. There were signs and wonders. I'll tell you an interesting story. Um, they were just, we had people who are sort of like shadow us, very, very helpful, um, more helpful than I'm used to, and anything you need. So, oh, I have a synapse, boxer. Anyway, so they were very, very helpful. And they said, okay, let us know when you're leaving your room. We'll send a security guard up to walk you to your next thing. We're sort of like, Okay. <laughs> and so how far can we take this? So the mind goes many places. Anyway, so what happened was, uh, now remember, remember you're dealing with people who are satanic ritual abuse survivors. You got all sorts of, it was a little, you know, potentially that could be like a bit of a Comic-Con. All sorts of Stuff coming from very exotic, ex-illuminati backgrounds and stuff, really full on. Anyway, so um, there was the last night, and Rachel goes, because jet lag is, was, you know, what is it, 16, 18 hours difference. So you'll be with, with, with those who haven't travelled uh, that sort of distance. You, you, you go, yep, I, I, I got caught up on I'm doing really well. And it can hit you two or three days later. You'll be in the middle of the day, and everyone that you know is asleep back in your home country <laughs> And you can feel that pulling on you. And then you have to minister. So you have to make sure you're up for that. So Rachel finished ministering. It was the last night. Jeez, I'm really tired. I'm exhausted. And it was going to be a night of spiritual encounter. And wherever possible, you want energy when the spiritual encounter. But otherwise, you you go into slumber. And she said, I've just got to go up to my room. So we're sitting in the front row. And I remember seeing a bit of activity to one side. So on this side's musos and I'm in a row and then there's another row of all, all leaders and uh, <clears throat> next thing I know is that uh, a dance like, dance you know, talking about the night and he goes, all right, I'm going to pray and as soon as he starts praying, everyone from the row just gets up and leaves and I'm thinking, okay, now remember there's lots of things going on, there's people manifesting all over the place and I'm like, okay. And then uh, what happens is that uh, <laughs> I, Dan, Dan's praying, we're going in the Spirit, and I've got my eyes closed. And I remember just opening them. and like, I'm the only one in the front row, you know. I sort of like a jaffer in a bowl of peas. And so, <laughs> so I said to Rachel, "What? What was? What's going on?" And she goes, "Ah," oh. she said, "Someone come." She said, someone come on the front row and sand, sat next to Dan's wife, dressed as a security guard, uh, and he had a knife. And, and, and not, but at the time she's described it, she goes, yeah, this guy sat next to, was really weird. It's like he had a, like a shovel or something with a rabbit trap on the end. And I'm thinking, that's weird. <laughs> and it was actually a massive military grade knife. And people have a bit of a warning in the Spirit, but they, I don't think they acted on, acted on it or whatever. This is why it's so important. To, look, trust me when I say there's protection, angelic protection with prophetic praying congregations. Can someone say amen? So uh, that's what, as soon as the guy sat there, he, he was dressed the same colour as security. And, uh, you know, this guy come up to us earlier in the day and... Um, we were about to go to lunch and come up and say, this is really great to have you here. And I said, it's great to be here. Then I was waiting for his turn and he just stared at me and I went, all right, we're gonna go. Okay, so. Anyway, so. So, so it was eventful. It was eventful. But all I can say is America. And uh, yeah, lots of interesting things happened. So, so I wanna go into, I'll go into a little bit of detail later, but I wanna bring what I believe is the word of the Lord the conference was called Revolution, and it was in relationship to everything that's taking place on the earth. What I wanna do, <clears throat> if I'm going to say things that are very, very um, concrete, I'm gonna walk you through scripture. So I'm not just gonna throw anecdotes at you and get you all, all, all whipped up and, and all excited. It, it, it is I love the Word of God. I love the Word of God, and I don't handle it in a uh, presumptive or familiar way. Um, if if you live in the Word of God, Jesus said, if you keep my Word, you're my disciples indeed. When you avoid the Logos, it's you can believe in Jesus and you're saved and you follow Him, but are you a disciple? And there's something about the Word. We all need to cultivate a love for the Logos. Can someone say amen? Amen. Okay. So, and, and, and when you do, your inner world changes because we're gonna talk a little bit about the heart today and that the thing that changes the heart, nothing like nothing else, is the Word of God. What I wanna do is I wanna start with one of the challenges because you've got a book written through human agency from another dimension and we need the wisdom of the Holy Spirit. The worst thing we can do is make the Bible Australian or American or Western or the Five Eyes or whatever. It's the worst thing we could do. We have to lay hold of it from a heavenly perspective. So let's just start with uh, what I've just put here, uh, what Peter said about Paul. Uh, uh, he said, also in, in, his, in his letters, speaking in these things, in which some things are hard to understand. This is Peter saying some of Paul's stuff's hard to understand. All right? Which untaught and unstable people twist in their own destruction to their own destruction as they do the rest of the scriptures. So... From the book of Revelation uh, through to some of the prophetic stuff in the Old Testament to some of the things Jesus said, is that we've we've got to make sure that, that, that we need the Spirit of God to teach us. And, and, and this is why we need the Spirit of truth. So what I want to do is I want to walk us through um, uh, what I believe that's a station at the moment, and it's in relationship to um, revolution. Revolution. First one I want to do is it's very ancient, but we're going to talk about an ancient example and we're going to go through spiritual law and why this is a big deal. So let's go all the way back to Genesis chapter 11. Then they said to one another, come, let us make bricks and bake them thoroughly. They had brick for stone and they had asphalt, uh, asphalt for mortar. And, as, and they said, come, let us build ourselves a city and a tower whose top is in the heavens this is interesting let us make a name for ourselves did you know in hebrew culture nothing exists unless you can name it everything needs a name moses said who am i who's sending me all right uh uh, uh, uh samson's parents what is your name you know so that we may worship you and this is you know why does you want to know my name seeing that it is wonderful." Um, So we need to know that making a name for ourselves isn't just a reputation. It's actually an interdimensional reality because what we have, and, and we will drill down on this at some stage, being in Jesus' name and using Jesus' name isn't just quoting the consonants and vowels in proper sequence. It's actually being in the name, his essence and character. So, uh, uh, and, and, and a tower whose top is in the heavens, let us make a name for ourselves, lest we be scattered. They didn't wanna, so God said, go forth and multiply and they wanted to gather together to basically rebel. Uh, 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 lest we be scattered abroad over the face of the whole earth. But the Lord came down to see the city. Now when the Lord comes down and, and you know it's serious business and the tower which the sons of men had built. And the Lord said, indeed, the people are one. And they all have one language. And this is what they begin to do. Now, this is, this is huge. This is, this, is, this is the God of the universe. Now, nothing that they propose to do will be withheld from them. God came down personally to examine it because because they were one, anything they set their heart to do, they would achieve. Who thinks that's massive? That is massive. And it was a rebellion against God. Okay. Come. Let us go down, so heavenly family, Elohim, come let us go down uh, and and, and there confuse their language that they may not understand one another's speech. So the Lord scattered them abroad from there over the face of all the earth and they ceased building the city. Therefore its name is called Babel because there the Lord confused their language of all the earth and from there the Lord scattered them abroad over the face of all the earth. So God was able to bring division so that oneness wouldn't manifest. This is really massive. What's interesting is they built a a tower, but they built a city to make a name for themselves. And what you have on the day of Pentecost, here they, they couldn't understand each other's speech, but then God actually, 120 in the upper room, you know, people thought they were babbling unless they were speaking in their own language. And there was a Jewish diaspora amongst the nations I won't go into that. But this is really, really powerful. What I wanna focus on is that non-covenant people coming together as one will achieve whatever they set their heart to do. Who knows that's a big deal? And we've got to, what we wanna do is I wanna articulate the reality of what it is to live with a face. Um, with this. Now, right now, Oh, this is, I'm gonna state some Captain Obvious. Okay. Ta-da! And just say, I'm gonna tell you what you already know is happening, but this is important because I wanna break down the dynamic. We know World Economic Forum. They have complete diplomatic immunity. World Health Organization. They cannot be prosecuted. They are immune from criminal prosecution. Big, big deal, big deal. We are living in an, in, in an age of a bloated bureaucracy unaccountable, unelected, no transparency. Uh, there's, a, there's clearly, uh, who knows what I'm talking about? Come on, bitty Okay, so uh, Neuralink, uh, good old Elon. Um, and then what you have is you've got uh, 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 Noah Yuval Harare and he's saying the transhumanism movement is up and running and therefore we can do away with faith, religion, we can do away with Jesus. This is what they're saying is a Transhuman movement. We are clearly seeing right now in America, they're changing, they, they have introduced laws where you can remotely turn off people's cars, okay? Because of theft, yeah, drunk driving. Well, you know what I mean? It, it, again, it's like COVID with lockdowns um, and everything like that. It is like uh, just killing a fly with a sledgehammer on a plate glass table. It's the same principle. It's, it's a disingenuous agenda. Um, it, this is openly talked about population control and population reduction. We're in the most infertile generation in, in living memory. Um, and so with population reduction, this is what I would suggest, the people who are so passionate about it, let them be the first volunteers. <laughs> Klaus, <clears throat> Noah, Yuval Harari, etc. No one's volunteering for that job, you know it is just the biggest most hypocritical bunch of rubbish putting out clearly you will own nothing and be happy now so this has been clearly communicated this is not this is not covert this is what is i find really fascinating um, and so some people believe uh, that that if if the stated intentions this is the goal and people still come into alignment with it they're cleared in their minds of some sort of karmic Retribution—they—they they believe that that if we—it's one thing to say uh, here's an apple full of poison and you don't tell them it's got poison, they eat them and, they, and then they get poisoned. That they go, oh wow, this is really really hectic. Rather than they say, here's a poisoned apple. If the person eats it, they're absolved. That that is the—that's the morality behind some of this stuff. And it goes much deeper than this. Um, the voice—we're uh, we're going to change the constitution. But after the vote, we're gonna drill down on the details. Come on. And so obviously we knew that was, that was gonna lead into, it was gonna be a lawyer's picnic and deconstruct common law. So what we have, what, what, what is amazing is that I believe praying saints, I believe by the Spirit of God broke that. You know what's interesting about the voice? It was mostly appeal to emotion. That's programming. And you know what's taking place right now? Do you know what God's gonna use us in, use you in? Is God is going to use us to break a local, regional, national, global slavery programming. Who's excited about that? Because that was just the first thing. You know, the misinformation bill, who gets to decide what, what's true or not? They've put it off to make some uh, uh, amendments religiously, but that should be like absolutely no way. So, so this is where we are. Now, what you have now, I have found probably the most in this last season, by far the most accurate prophet in these last four years, prophet, the most accurate prophetic voice has been, in this generation, has been a guy called George Orwell. Hallelujah. In his last interview, this is part of a cycle, In his last interview, before he, I think he died of tuberculosis consumption, honestly. Uh, In his last interview, he said, if history has shown us anything, it is that every government has and will eventually turn on its own people. You have got Australia is broken and you've got a government chasing pie in the sky agendas. There is so much pain going on out there that came through the government gates. And the fact that people aren't, now I understand fatigue. I understand rage fatigue and all that sort of stuff. And then this is really, don't, don't, don't cite this or quote, but, but I heard this the other day. It's, it's like 1% are setting the agenda and controlling things, right? Uh, uh, um, 5% are awake. 90% are zombies. <laughs> and the remaining 4% who are working for the 1% are making sure the 5% don't wake up the 90%. And so the reason I just want to touch, and I'll just skipping on the mountaintops, why? And this is something that came up in America. This just this this got in my spirit, and that's this. Why Babel? It's collective consciousness. Collective consciousness that's what we're talking about. We've mentioned it before, but boy, did it get into my spirit and, and boy, is, it, is this gonna age well? Like a lot of our prophetic stuff, it ages well, okay, unfortunately. But we want the solution to age even better. Can someone say amen? So collective consciousness. So if you can condition people that when agendas are rolled out, they not only resist the agenda, but beforehand, if you communicate, you'll own nothing and be happy, The way you and I are made, we incubate things on the inside and if we are passive, we actually become part of the vehicle. It manifests from an invisible dimension of intent to the time-space world. If you've got people going around, you'll nothing be happy. When it happens, you go, oh, this is actually a massive deal because you've got these non-covenant people. God said nothing will be withheld from them. Everything they intend to do. And so you, you, you go, wow, this is, this is huge. And so, so this is why collective consciousness is indispensable. I want to really, really drill down on this because it's huge. Um, and God, when, in Genesis 6, He was so disturbed by the condition of the earth because it was full of violence. But then it goes deeper. He said, man's the intent of his heart or his yetza, his imagination was evil continually. So in other words, whatever is in the imagination of man is actually going to manifest on the earth. This is why in Isaiah 6 it says, Behold darkness shall cover the earth, deep darkness of the people, darkness over the earth, but it's way darker over the people. It's because this, we don't understand that we're made, whether we're fallen or redeemed, we're made in the image of God and we are subconscious, our unconscious subconscious, our heart, however you wanna put it, partners with the invisible realm and you either become gates of heaven or gates of hell. Huge and I can tell you're very excited. All right, so uh, 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 now what we wanna do is we want to, that was the perversion of it. I, I, for me is that I get stirred up, obviously. I get stirred up, but it's like, if I, th- if I think a bunch of derelict heathens come together. I mean, I, I, look, I'm, being, I'm holding back. It's a bunch of evil people, right? Go, we're going to come together as one. What's the church doing? I mean, I mean, this is, this is what I want to address this morning, but I want to go into the supernatural dynamics of this. Now, Psalm 103 gives us a good insight, verses one to three. Behold how good and how pleasant it is for brethren to dwell together in unity. It is like precious, the precious oil upon the head running down the beard, the beard of Aaron, running down... Uh, on the edge of his garments. <laughs> it is like the Jew of Hermon descending upon the mountains of Zion for there the Lord commanded the blessing, life forevermore. So ladies, if you're in unity, the anointing will run down your beard. Okay. <laughs> so, huh. so, So there's something about when there is unity, God commands the blessing. This is, this is, this is, what God is bringing us into because in regards to revolution see the the some of the things I heard from the voice from other things how do you not feel your intelligence insulted you just read again oh well when you have God living on the inside of you you non-activity is not just compliance it's permission now I know while I was away, there was other things that took place, but very, very significant plat- prophetic platforms got together and they said, this is the word of the Lord right now. It can be summed up in one word, war. We're in war. I'm like, cool. Well, that was brought out and put into the microwave because I thought that was 2020. Are you hearing what I'm saying? We've got to make sure that th- this is what, one of the things I want to hit at the heart of. We've gotta make sure that our paradigm of justice isn't do nothing until it personally affects us. That is not righteousness. That's self-preservation and there's zero glory in it. There's zero glory. I've got two kids that I love and they're gonna have kids. And i tell you what, I think if I don't do anything, what is the world going to be like? Right? And it's like, <clears throat> so, so where there's unity, God commands the blessing, but i tell you what, I've, I've been in this gig for a while now and you know you get together with pastors God bless them and what happens is everyone makes right good noises but no one really follows through and there's a, there's a tendency to really get on with someone and great but then you, your doctrine's a bit different uh, ecumenical, non-sectarian, kumbaya and you find that, that that the most generally speaking the most action is those actual meetings. So we call that, isn't that great to have unity? And so, yeah, we're very good at finding the the theological sticking point. Um, And so I look at things like the freedom movement. I think it's great, the freedom movement. I I think it's fantastic. But again, that's like herding cats. And so people, because what happens, when you go into soulish mania, it's unsustainable. Oh, oh, the government and the mandates, ah," like this. You can't maintain that. This is why God wants to give us wisdom to walk in the Spirit to solution things out. Can someone say amen? I'm getting a bit lonely. Okay, so uh, uh, and so you have a look, 120 in the upper room, one accord changed the world, right? John the Baptist was so powerful that he, one man, right? He was a bit exotic, he wore leather. And 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 what happened was he changed one man changed the collective consciousness of a nation, and it was repent for the messiah's coming. I mean, that's that's Jesus himself said no one greater than John the Baptist has been born among women, but the the, the 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 least in the kingdom, the least in the in the, in the new covenant is greater than him. So so he, he changed collective consciousness, amazing. So. What's it, what I'm encouraged by is this. You and God are a majority. Can someone say amen? You've got Gideon, from Gideon's army all the way through. One can chase 1,000, thousand; two could put 10,000 a flight. So we only need a quorum, a tipping point. We need to know what is that quorum or tipping point, how and what about, okay? So I think before we, I think there's something, I think unity is the result of something greater? I think this is something greater first. You go, wow, okay, what is that? What you have, we need to take note. What's amazing is firstly, God became a man. His name's Jesus. And he ministered for three, three and a half years. And then he then, <clears throat> at the end of that, he prayed a very priestly prayer. And according to the order of Melchizedek, and he is our high priest, according to the order of Melchizedek. It's, it's an eternal order. Um, there, there are mysteries. This is why I said there are mysteries in the Bible. There are some things you go, look, I don't quite can't quite grasp that. Who was Melchizedek? Was it Shem? Was it, you know, you, you can't shoehorn it. You can only map it, and then maybe you know who wrote the Book of Hebrews? I believe it was great. Yeah. Just why don't you read it? Um, and so, so Jesus prayed something really, really profound, and it's now it's coming into focus because I believe that the world is being manipulated down a pathway of collective consciousness for slavery. This is a really big deal for slavery. And the church at the moment is like, I'm gonna go into the church programming. Who wants to hear about the church programming? No, no one? Okay, we'll leave that one. Babies. Okay. Who wants to hear about the church programming? Yeah, hello. <clears throat> so... Okay, so this is Jesus' priestly prayer. John 17. Amazing. I do not pray for these alone, but pray also for those who will believe in me through their word. That's you. This is you. Okay, generation. layer upon layer upon layer, begat, begat, begat. That they all may be one as you, Father, are in me and I in you. That they also may be one in us that the world may believe that you sent me. And the glory which you gave me, I have, a given, I have given them that they may be one just as we are one. You know the, is it the Shemitah? I can't remember. The, 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 the most important thing in the whole Torah was in Deuteronomy. Hero Israel, behold the Lord your God, the Lord is one. And you're like, wow, that's Captain Obvious. You know, it's like me come up to you, hi guys, I'm one. And you go, okay. It's a composite one. It means there's a community and a family within oneness. Father, Son, Holy Spirit, let us make man in our image. And then when we drew down further, there is a heavenly family. There's an earthly family, there's a heavenly family, there's Elohim. It's actually really, really fascinating. Um, it's something you could really, a real amazing, I wouldn't call it a rabbit hole, but it's, it's, it, it, it's, it's amazing in when you come into it, um, opens up the angelic realms, all that sort of stuff, it, it, it's incredible. But what ha- Jesus prayed that we would be one with Him and in Him, then everyone being one in Him would create a corporate oneness. It's like, if you're not in Him and you don't understand oneness, it is like trying to organise an army between Adelaide Crow supporters and Port Power supporters. Okay? It ain't gonna happen. It ain't gonna happen. Crows will always be heartless and the power will always have little man syndrome. (laughs) Can someone say amen? Yeah. You know, I used to follow the Crows until I found football completely boring and irrelevant. So anyway, it's true. And so it's true. And so, so this is the cool thing: oneness in Christ. What we, what you have is, is those are joined in the Lord of one spirit with Him. So, so this is something we have to make our pursuit, because then you find, then you find that you're connected to the Lord, and then you connect with others who are connected to the Lord. It's not about doctrine or, or theology per se. It's actually about being connected to Him. Otherwise, you're in religion. We're in religion. And this is what's so cool because this is the only thing that is going to cause confusion in the enemy's camp and upset the order and break the slavery programming. People are walking into it with their eyes wide open in agreement. Isn't this wonderful digital ID? I have complete control over my driver's licence and my Medicare number. What the heck? This is happening. But I'll tell you what right now. Nothing is, there is no, nothing is superior to the Lord. He's never lost a battle. He's never lost one battle. We need to understand, we need to understand how to go about this. How to go about this. And so uh, I, I can't orchestrate unity. All I can do is present people in Christ. And Paul says he presents every man to Christ, perfect in Christ. It's the heart. So you go, this is, I think Rachel's going to drill down on some of this today, and, and, and th- th- this season, I went to New Zealand, uh, I don't know, weeks ago, months ago now, and there's something supernatural happened in New Zealand, going up this mountain, which has been a theme, and it was like something amazing happened, like the Morai, which is the community, spiritual community um, house for the Maori community, was called the, called the House of David. This is amazing, Lord. Like this, hear this. This is amazing. All these signs around New Zealand, and this is what the Lord said to me. How many more? How many more signs do you need, son? It's now time to believe. It's now time to believe, and this is where, this is where it is now coming down to the heart, because firstly, people have to give themselves completely over to Jesus, and make sure not, not theologically, engage experientially in oneness with him when you have oneness with him you have oneness in the body and this is greater than unity is the result but otherwise unity people tend to gather towards their own demographics their own uh, cohort their own uh, interest groups that's not unity that's common interests and i'll tell you what right now this word is exciting but it carries a sense of urgency and praise God, praise God what happened with the voice. I, I, I really, who's really amazed? Because I know the whole media, the, 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 the corporatocracy, all of that sort of stuff. And people just said, no, no, I, I smell a rat. And so, um, you know, I believe, oh, this is a, this is a ripper. This, this one, the first time I read this scripture. So for me, raised an only child, okay, so I'm, I'm i I'm I'm pretty good, you know, enjoy my own company. So I have a tendency to to I I actually recharge my batteries in, in a solitary state. I really really do. But then you can take that too far. And I think there's incredible, credible historic records of people who've lived hermit, uh, uh, monastic lives. But that's still very much an incomplete because if you're the light and the salt, you need to actually meet with things called people. And so, you know, I'm having these encounters oh, like this, is a big deal. Who's it affecting? So, so I remember the first time I read this is it actually cut me. It was like a sword of the spirit. And it's Proverbs 18:1. A man who isolates himself seeks his own desire. He, he rages against, and, and he rages against all wise judgments. So what we have, we've got to be careful that this encounter with the Lord and knowing the Lord is not us. Extrapolating the Lord and the pathway of our spirituality for self. I believe even babies aren't exempt. (laughs) I believe we're in a post personal prosperity preeminence presentation. In other words, too many preachers are appealing to carnality and the lowest common denominator called your breakthrough. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, because what happens, there's no oneness. They actually start using the Lord as a cloak of covetousness. And I'm not saying there's any glorification in being broke and sick. I'm not saying that. I believe right now what's exciting is God's glory in this season is manifest like no other time of Matthew 6.33. Seek first the kingdom of heaven and His righteousness and all these things will be added to you. It's the kingdom first. It doesn't mean if you put the kingdom first, you don't get your personal needs met. That's not what it's saying. Jesus has gone through a litany of, of clothes and Health and tomorrow and finance and blah 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 blah. We cannot anymore. And this is people go. You yes, say, Amen. It's the heart. It is the heart. Right now, like never before. Uh, it, it is. It is the card here. It's the heart. When we set our heart to, to to be one with Him, to know Him, that's exactly what will happen. It's not. <clears throat> there's too many people, too concerned what other people think. People aren't thinking. They're not. There's such a bondage in the body of Christ, especially ministry. They don't say anything because they might deplatform themselves. So, what? What if the truth deplatforms you? You have an audience of one in the glory saying, Go, son, go, daughter. The fear of man brings a snare. <laughs> brings a snare. And so, I believe that to go deeper into these things, it looks more like Jesus. And what I wanna do, what I wanna do, I'm gonna go into the detail about the slavery program we're going to break. Now, who believes, this is, I'm gonna make this real easy for you. Okay, it's not a trick question. So don't hesitate, take the handbrake off please. Okay, everyone's like, waiting for that first reaction. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay. Who believes the only true solution for this earth is Jesus manifesting through His church? Amen, praise the Lord. Okay, handbrake was half off, awesome. Okay, so why is this happening? Why are we so far down this this rabbit trail? So far, you'll you'll eat z-bugs, lab-grown meat. What the heck? What the heck? The the, the latest, the unelected bureaucrats are saying they're gonna start to control water. I mean, the church is sitting by... Mm. I'm going to break this. My wife is very amused. Okay, we're the light of the world, we're the city on a hill, we're the salt of the earth. So here we go. In America, the majority of Protestant evangelicals believe. See, see, remember? In, not remember? Some of you wouldn't know. Voting is not compulsory in America. A lot of people. What's the point of voting? Two wings of the same bird. It's a point. Do you know what? A giant percentage of Americans believe everything's about to finish. Everything's about to finish. You go, what do you mean? Well, it's going to be the rapture. Or it's going to I believe, before the, the great tribulation. So that word is megathlipsis, okay? And it, it means great pressure. So you go, there's going to be rapture. So what's the point? So what happens if you believe everything's gonna finish? You, on the inside, you've got the handbrake on because you believe just by watching the news and and having attention on the fishing line is the answer. That's watch and pray. That's rubbish, right? So the rapture's coming pre-trip. Well, it might come uh, mid-trip. Again, the handbrake's on. Then you've got people who think it's post-trip. What's the point? (laughs) What's the point? This is a program, friends. This is a program Please, do yourself a favor. Look up up John Nelson Darby. Look up Cyrus Schofield. Look up the Schofield Bible. How in the King James Version, there were footnotes of dispensationalism. And dispensationalism teaches that we are in the the sixth dispensation of grace. And this dispensation is the church is gonna get its brains beaten in and Jesus will rescue them at the last second. That my friends, is programming that goes against the canon of scripture. And that is too pervasive. If you subconsciously think, don't worry, it's just gonna finish, why get involved in politics? Why? <sighs> I'm not saying the super duper end game, but I'll tell you what, right now, we've got to make sure that we haven't gone into the cosmic casino and put all of our eggs in the in the rapture roulette wheel. <tickles> Oh, what do we do now? We gotta be careful, friends, because the church has an, they're over familiar with a God, they don't know well enough, and it's produced a smugness, which produces apathy and a sleeping spirit that's a precursor to death. We have to be careful. And this is why we have to, you and the Lord are a majority. Because this is in America, people just, people don't get stirred up until it personally affects them why this is why we have the prophetic the prophetic warns us in advance before it's imminent this is why we can weigh and test hallelujah and so look it up look up the Schofield Bible look up all that sort of stuff the guy was in in, in, the Baptist run with it Oxford Press the publishing house financed it it went right through america and instead of god's kids taking over the world they started ministries and denominations and that is not what it's about this is not about bums on seats i was saying to anna um overseas i said you know i praise god for, for a lot of what happened from my end with COVID, because i thought my life was going to be spent sitting in meetings I'm graced to do it, but we get to go into the political mountain. We get to get into the marketplace. When you're spending your life equipping people, you don't get a big chance to get out there, right? But I'm just, I just, I thank God for the freedom rallies. I thank God for the government mountain. I thank God for the education mountain. I thank God for all those things. Because I tell you what, right now, when you look in the mirror, that person in Jesus has the answers. That's the person. I was listening to Reese. House. I was watching, listening to Reese House. Like he's speaking to me out of the cloud of witnesses. Not yet. Uh, anyway, I was reading about him this morning. And he said, no matter how many people around you, you will always face God and eternity alone. So let's say this whole pack mentality, it's not real. You will stand before the Lord alone. And now we've got to see it like that and understand what an amazing time to be alive. You know what? If, I was, if God put me on the earth when everything was easy, I'd destroy myself. I can feel some amends. <laughs> same, bro, same. Seriously. I would destroy myself. I praise God He put me here now. Now, let's put it this way. I'm going to put two, two scenarios. Number one, you're already here, so there's not much you can do about it. Number two, who's really grateful that God put them here now? Yeah, come on. <laughs> yeah. Be grateful. Okay. So Holy Ghost, this is what, why am I going so hard after this? I'll tell you why. Because we wanna shift hearts. It's hearts. As a man thinks in his heart, so they are. If you believe that you, you and the Lord's the answer, you'll get involved. We're not holding back. What are we, what are we saving ourselves for? We're in a historic moment. You got these people you know what's hectic about Switzerland? Haven't cracked that code quite yet. But Darby in the early 1800s with dispensationalism, he spent time in Geneva. Schofield in the late 18th century, when he left America, spent time in Geneva. Guess where CERN is? Guess where the World Economic Forum is based in? But yes, I have their meetings in Davos. Guess where the World Health Organisation are based? Geneva, there's something going on in the spirit. Intercessors, get busy. There's something going on because they're shaping collective consciousness. They're shaping it. The whole media wanted to emotionally blackmail Australia to sign something they didn't understand or believe in. This is actually real. Hallelujah, praise God. Okay, let's do some really interesting two scriptures and we'll go on to the last point. Is everyone doing okay? John 17. I do not pray that you should take them out of the world but that you should keep them from the evil one. Yep. Let's do the next John. These things I've spoken to you that in me, you may have peace. In the world, you will have tribulation, but be of good cheer, I've overcome the world. Isn't that interesting? So what happens is this. This should make you obsessed with oneness with the Lord. this This is good news, friends but it's dimensional and it's in the spirit. That's the superior dimension. See, this is the cool thing. It's one thing to have a vision or a dream. It's another thing for your heart to be changed. You get what's in your heart. And this is why why we're breaking the slavery program. Just reading the news and being annoyed with it isn't gonna cut it, isn't going to cut. Oh, that's really triggered me. No one cares. Evidently, we're in a war. Glad I was just informed come on, I'm going after every religious, slumbery, smug, familiar, carnal spirit right now, because I'm speaking to the people who are watching this, it has to be broken in Jesus' name, it doesn't, can a nation be saved in day, God can do anything, but he, He's chosen human agency, and boy, am I going to go after that in a minute. Okay, the carnal nature overlooks what we already have, and what happens not just that, it doesn't just overlook what we have, it always pushes things in the future. I really wanna address this. I really wanna address this. So Jesus is talking about, He uses the word urchimai. So there's different words for Jesus coming, okay? One is Parousia, one is Apocalypse, and one is urchimai. Okay, in this one He uses the word urchimai. So let's have a look at this, John 14:18. I will not leave you as orphans, I will come to you. So who knows that's good news? Jesus not leaving us as orphans. Praise the Lord. Cavalry's cavalry is coming. <laughs> Thank you. What is the context of this? You ready for the context? Who thinks they should read the verse before that that gives that, that Scripture context? Wave at me if you think you need to know the context. Okay, let's, let's do the previous verse. And I'll pray the Father and He will give you another helper that He may abide with you forever, 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 forever. The Spirit of Truth. The spirit of truth, whom the world cannot receive because it neither sees him or nor knows him, but you know him, for he dwells with you and will be in you. The spirit of Jesus came back to the earth, Jesus, the, the son, the incarnate son. And Jesus, you see me, the, scene, the father, Philip, come on, Philip, you see me, the, scene, the father. How many times do I have to tell you? Right? Then he goes, presents, risen from the dead by the spirit of holiness according to power. Uh, 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 um, according to the dunamis of the Lord. And then he went up, he appeared for 40 days, spoke to his disciples. I've heard very interesting that one scripture in John, he goes, receive the Holy Spirit. That wasn't the full infilling. Uh, I've heard recently someone say that actually opened their mind, their consciousness to understand the scriptures. Okay, remember that in John he goes, receive the Holy Spirit, he breathed on them. That's not Pentecost. Pentecost is baptismal full, full immersion. This is why we're going through scripture because we are deprogramming and reprogramming. Okay? But then what, what you have, what you have is the, 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 the same Jesus that walked Galilee, His Spirit lives on the inside of you. I mean, come on! How amazing is that? Jesus lives on the inside of you by His Spirit. And that's also a, like, hmm, amen. That's like, wow, I can meditate that on for the next six months as my dominant thought and be a different person. This is amazing. But carnality goes, yeah, we get stuck in the matrix. Hallelujah. And so Galatians 4, 6, let's just prove this beyond all doubt. And because you are sons, God has sent forth the Spirit of His Son into your hearts, crying out, Abba, Father. God's poured out His Spirit into you. It's the Son of Jesus. So you go like this, I don't know the Holy Spirit that well. Read the Gospels. Walking in water, feeding the 5,000, compassionate, the widow, the orphan, the orphan. Word of knowledge over Zacchaeus, tax collector, cheater, liar, you know, fell on his own sword before he barely got down the tree. Um, So much. Compassionate. That Spirit is in you. That's huge. But carnality goes, oh, we're gonna wait for something else. Man, you're in it. You're in it, friends. And when we don't recognise it and activate it by faith, it's like, yeah, nice, good teaching. Okay. Who believes the Holy Spirit is God? 2 Corinthians 3.17. Now the Lord is the Spirit. And where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty or freedom. So God lives on the inside of you by His Spirit. This is huge. This is huge. You know, Paul, if you speak in tongues, we're probably going to, you know what happens? We've got so many people speaking tongues here. They're they're, they're baptized in the Holy Spirit. If you're not, we're going to really go after that very soon. Uh, maybe Tuesday night, or, or I, I, we're gonna go after it soon. Because what happens is this, you speak mysteries under the Lord and you edify yourself. And Paul said, I pray, I thank my God, I pray in tongues more than you all. I'll tell you what, right now, this is a season. If, you, if, you're, if, if you've got the gifts of speaking in tongues, please do it, do it. This is a really big deal because you pray the perfect will of God. Hallelujah, okay. All right, so <clears throat> we're gonna skip that one. The, uh, Christ in you, the hope of glory. Uh, Holy Ghost. All right. This is, this is a deprogramming statement. You can read it and you can be like a cow or a calf staring at a new gate. It, it, it's huge. No, 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 it's huge. Because it flips every matrix table on the inside of us. It is Luke seventeen twenty to 21. Now, when he was asked by the Pharisees when the kingdom of God would come, he answered them and said, the kingdom of God does not come with observation. Nor will they say, see here or see there, for indeed the kingdom of God is within you. That's huge. That's not an external locus of control. What's happening in Israel? What's the church doing? What's the church doing? Do you know what? All right. Going after a sacred cow now. You've got people in sleepy, sleepy land, and as soon as stuff happens in the Middle East, people get so passionate. Now, don't get me wrong. Prayer changes things. But the enemy wants us to completely be obsessed with things that we can't control. When we lack discipline, we won't renew our minds and we're not in the present moment. And hence we start spinning our wheels and there's no oneness. Because the key thing to connection with the Lord is shalom, is peace. Is peace. And you're in the present moment, and then you have another present moment, then you have another present moment rather than speculating in the abstract. And the Lord said, You know, I'm just gonna quote these, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna drill down on them. But they said, (laughs) they go, Okay, so you're gonna go to Jerusalem and you're gonna wait on me. Don't leave Jerusalem, and then you're gonna the Holy Spirit will come upon you from on high, you'll be filled with the Holy Spirit, you'll be my witnesses. And they're like, Yeah, cool now all right great you know it's like we need wisdom jesus said philip goes jesus just show us the father just show us the father jesus said if you've seen me you've seen the father and philip goes yeah (laughs) come on just show us the father (laughs) believe (laughs) you how long have I been with you if you've seen me you've seen the father so in Acts 1 he says stay in Jerusalem wait for my spirit to baptize you and then you'll be my witnesses you know what they're like yeah yeah." okay cool abstract all right Lord come on tell us when are you going to restore the kingdom to Israel he's just told them what to do and they've pretty much fully segued on the God of the universe he said, it's not for you to know the seasons that Father's put in his authority. Hashtag, very closely interlinked with the church waking up and come, being, being, being active, okay? Most people have never led someone to the Lord. Ouch. That one, Hoyt, okay? And he said, but you'll be witnesses, witnesses to me in, 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 in Jerusalem, Judea, Samaria, and the uttermost parts of the earth. So God is interested in us Doing what he wants us to do. This is why we, this is why we get into worship. Please, tabernacle of David, a fellowship with the Holy Spirit. Get into it. Oneness starts manifesting through praxis. Faith is a verb. Faith is a verb. It's not a creed. Yes, I believe. If you believe, then there's action. Because this collective consciousness is happening quickly. Quickly, there are people that think it's a great idea to have a chip in their flipping forehead because your people are being programmed down that road. Okay, this is the no wiggle room. Here we go. How are we gonna do this? Jesus, tell me how we're gonna do this. Okay, good. Right, here we go. It says, he who wins souls is wise. Someone say amen? Yeah, I think winning souls is right up there. Is that the most important thing? So let's back engineer something. This is very confronting, but you can't, can't get out of it. Can't. So Jesus rose from the dead. There was a mass resurrection, by the way. Just have a read of Matthew. Many saints walked around. That would have been freaky. Holy Moses, literally. Good David, you know. Joseph, no wonder you want your bones brought back. Right? So if it was just about souls, now you're, this is, might be the one takeaway today you meditate on. <laughs> when Jesus rose from the dead, He could have gone to the temple and gone, ta look, look, look. Sanhedrin, Pilate, Herod, see, I told you I was God. I told you I would be raised from the dead. Did He do that? No, he only appeared to the 11 disciples and believers. He didn't appear to the Sanhedrin. He didn't appear to the Romans. He didn't appear to Herod. Why? Because Jesus, because that first principle of the church being birthed, the body of Christ being birthed, is that God could have easily saved the world in one hit, but he has clearly shown his hand that he wants his he wants the world but he wants it done through his kids otherwise he would have gone straight to the sanhedrin gone into the temple gone in on the day of pentecost but god jesus looks like you and you and you and you and you christ in you the hope of glory if you have a look at that arm, put your, have a look at that arm in front of you. Some people are going, I do need to moisturise. That's the body of Christ. Now, I'm not going end, 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 end game, but this is why we have to let Scripture speak. This is why we have to let Scripture speak. This is amazing. And we're, break, uh, we're breaking slavery programming. This is what Jesus is completely obsessed about. Holy Ghost. Holy Ghost. I told you I'd go after it. I believe, I believe something significant starting in South Australia. Can someone say amen? amen. I really believe it. We are, we are manifesting a level of oneness or unity in the political realm. Boy, is it not easy. But in the church, I, 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 I beseech you, therefore, brethren, I implore you, I we would behoove you to seriously in this coming season don't go into sleepy land. You know what? Isn't it funny? You go get to be with my relatives. I get to eat heaps of food and time off. And yet we get flogged. Right? Right now there's so much taking place. You just have a look. <laughs> Can you get a bigger joke than Ukraine? Come on. Please just indulge me. We just need more money for our massive international laundering scheme. And people go, yeah, Ukraine. It's the programming. We have to break the programming. We have to break it. Here's the last scripture. Hallelujah. Let's do Romans 8. This is good. This is you. This is you. If you choose wisely. For I consider <laughs> that the sufferings of this present time are not worthy to be compared with the glory which shall be revealed. Where? Where? In you. For the earnest expectation of the creation eagerly waits for the revealing of the sons of God. For the creation was subjected to futility, not willingly, but because of Him who subjected it in hope. Because the creation itself also will be delivered from the bondage of corruption into the glorious liberty of the children of God. Hallelujah. So, the last thing I'm gonna say. I'm gonna quote it because I, I wanna close this. This is important. Why am I going so strong? Firstly, today, there's a level of warfare in my preach. Okay? Because this is really, ha- collective consciousness, Babel level is, is happening. But I'll tell you what, only, only a quorum of, of, of tipping point believers can change it. Who believes that? Wave at me if you believe that. Okay, this is, this, okay. So, the kingdom of heaven doesn't exist within time. It doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't exist within time. So when people believe... Right, okay. You see through Scripture reveals to us if the key to bringing anything from the prayer realm, the intent realm, is through the heart and the mouth. It's through the heart, not in the spirit, not the soul. The heart, the card, very specific words. Even the, 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 the parable of the, of the kingdom is the sower and the seed, which is the soil, it's the heart. Now here's the crazy thing about the heart, Are you ready? Your heart doesn't recognise the past or the future. There's no past, there's no future. So if you had a brutal childhood where you got beaten up at school and it goes into your heart, your heart keeps that as a present, tense, not record, reality. This is why we need to minister to the human heart, OK? And when we go, "Yes, I know, the sons of God are coming, and Jesus, it, it won't happen. It's hope. But it says, the just shall live by faith. Without faith, it is impossible, please God. We actually have to break slavery programs by programming our heart. What does Jesus say? Whatever things you ask for, when you pray, believe you have received them and you'll have them. That's because in Christ, you're already complete. This is why we are tapping into unmeasurable treasures. You have an inheritance. This is why we're going after the human heart. You can listen to this back. You can listen to the replay of this. You can share it with your friends. But this is actually happening, friends. You're gonna get what's in your heart. That's where the work is. When Joshua commanded the universe to stand still, his heart was one with the Lord, even through the old covenant, because he said, this book of the Lord will not depart from your mouth. You continue to meditate it in day and night, and then you have good success. Plus he soaked in the presence of the Lord of the temple. He lingered. Do you know how much power you have access to? seriously can someone say amen it's a bit warm it's a bit muggy but i'll tell you what right now this is why i am sorry we, we we had we had the uh, uh, um last story and then we'll pray i i i uh, dan had me uh, um i was speaking at the night meetings and then I could see in the schedule, I was gonna go out to dinner with people. I said, look, I'm sorry, I can't do it. I need to be on my own. And so I'd be in my hotel room and this is what happens. You get in the spirit. Did you know that being in the spirit now and today are synonyms? Yes, they have points of difference. But I, I got into the spirit, which was the now realm. It's not a one day realm. See, what happens is that one day is a constant is a, is a state of mind. When you live in procrastination, you always defer now. Oh, I'll do it later. No, there's no later because it's how you set the heart. People that procrastinate get flogged, right? So what happened was I remember just getting the principal and I just thank God for moving in the service. I thank God for moving in the service. I've been laying hold of this stuff, right? Who's praying for loved ones? Do you know what I did? When I got between Switzerland and America? I just started decreeing that my father's saved, that I went up to the block and I led him to the Lord. How good is that? I'm into the bawling and the squalling. I'm an intercessor. But I just started to engage the now. You and your household will be saved. I'm going before the Lord, going before the Lord in the spirit. And you know, when I led him in the prayer, I loaded up with theology. Names in the Lamb's Book of Life. Forgive me, um, forgive me my sin. Come into my heart, live in me. You know, like I really like, really loaded it up. Not like, Jesus help. Okay. I'm in America. I'm praising God. I'm praising God. I'm in the now. I am a son of God. Jesus, you live inside of me. Lord, this meeting is outside of time and space. It's in the realm of the Spirit. I just thank you for the miraculous. I thank you for your glory. I thank you, Lord God. We receive those things we believe for. I started to thank Him. Both nights, the glory started to manifest both, well, the glory manifested both nights. In the second night... We we, we 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 encourage people and this is what we're gonna be doing. This is a teaching today because you've got to come into the realm of understanding. Once you come into the realm of understanding, you can lay a hold of it. Otherwise, you're gonna be like a calf staring at a new gate, okay? And so today's about having our eyes open because you know the truth and the truth will set you free. So the, the truth must, must be pretty flipping amazing, okay? Anything, any feeling of anxiety and pain is always built or predicated on a lie. So the truth must be amazing. Jesus is the truth and this Holy Spirit is the spirit of truth, okay? So I'm praising God like this. And then we just came to this realm and said, all right, do something, do something with this, a financial breakthrough. Or people getting contact, they're believing for crazy contact. People getting contacted within an hour of things they prayed for. I said, how many people got a healing in their body? 50 to 80 people. The next day, uh, uh, someone come up to me, she goes, I, I, I suffered from a stroke and I haven't regained full speech for 12 years. And as soon as we entered into that realm of the Spirit, I regained all my speech for the first time in 12 years. Another woman got up, another woman got up, and she said i 've had tumors in my, right, uh, in, my, uh, in my in my right side, and like they 're really bad and they 're agony to be honest and what happened as soon as we went into that dimension of, of the king of now, we laid a hold of it. What happened? Not only did the pain go away, I actually can 't find them they 've completely disappeared right because your heart doesn 't recognize the future it 's It's got to be in the now. This is why praise is the language of faith. And then we're sitting around talking about this knife story at lunch. We're talking about this knife story in a restaurant eating Creole. Yeah, it's yummy. It breaks all the culinary rules, yet it tastes great. And we're sitting there eating like this. And then I remember behind me hearing this like this and I turned around and someone, you know when you lean back in your chair too far and it's like, good night. It's a person like this. I'm pretty sure they died. So here in the restaurant, I think someone dropped dead behind us because they're putting their hand up to the nostril to see if they're breathing. And then like, and then we, we, we were talking about, you know, assassination attempts and knives and people dressed as security guards, blah, 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 blah. So, and, and the waiter comes up to us and goes, because only like lot from me and, Maddie, uh, me and Maddie away, it was very close. And we think someone's dying just behind us. And the guy goes, the waiter goes, Would you, would you um like us to move you to another table? And we're just like, wow, we've just dodged an assassination attempt. No, we're good. We're good. All I did was this, let's just pray. Let's just pray. And I remember we just like we just saw sort of, Father in Jesus' name, right now we thank you for the four of us. We agree right now, we just bind and cast out a spirit of death in this place in Jesus' name. Didn't even get to say amen, and we hear he's back. (laughs) Who's excited about the realm of the spirit? Come on, sand your feet, grab your communion, put on some worship pads. There was a deprogramming and a programming. You can listen to this. Jesus, when He was risen from the dead, appeared to His church. He appeared to His disciples. God wants to use you in the nations. You take your communion. Just open it up. You're already doing it, so I thought I'd just act like I gave you permission. Praise God. Praise God. Who knows that God is good? Hallelujah. Hallelujah, there, were, there, was, there was dozens and dozens of healing deliverance testimonies. Dan went after pre-Adamic stuff, you know, real light stuff on the last night. Pre-Adamic, hallelujah, hallelujah. I believe God has chosen, because of people's choice, God has chosen South Australia to be an epicentre. I believe that. I'm amazed at what He's doing in government, but it's only the beginning. But We have to, that oneness. With today, share it. I hope it really ruffles feathers. I hope people get really upset because it, then you'll be doing it a stop take. Okay? And then what I want you to do is I want you to get just be so excited. You can change your life just by meditating in John 14 and 15. You can change your life. Change your life whatever you ask in His Name. And it's not a future event. When you're in His Name, you're not in time. You're in the Spirit. You already have your inheritance. You're already complete. Who's excited about that? Come on. And we, right now, I'm gonna pray, I'm gonna pray that we reject all slavery programs, including religious slavery, okay? And we're gonna say yes to the Kingdom manifesting in fullness in our life. I'll tell you what, I reckon I'm the most excited person in this room. Hallelujah, (laughs) hallelujah. Okay. (sighs) Say this after me. Dear Father, in Jesus' mighty Name, I present myself to You and I reject all slavery programming. I renounce all slavery programming, poverty programming, sickness programming, I renounce it now. I am not in agreement. You came to give me life and life abundant. And right now, I thank You for living inside of me. And I say yes to the manifestation of fullness in my life to not just change the world, but to impact creation for I am a son of God bless this communion to my body in the mighty name of Jesus the son of the living God Amen Praise the Lord Praise the Lord Wow, your prayer is powerful I can feel that Praise the Lord Daryl's leading worship, but leading praise in Jamaican. I'm talking about Creole. It feels like it's Louisiana in here. Hallelujah, hallelujah. Please don't let this be a, just get on with a word. I'm gonna be developing this theme right now. We're breaking all programming. We're breaking all, it's gonna be in the future. Right now, Jesus lives inside of you by His Spirit. Oh my goodness. If He lives inside of you, how will He not also quicken your mortal bodies through the spirit of resurrection? Amen. It's not future. If you go, oh, one day, one day. No, 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 no. We are going after reprogramming our heart over the next couple of months. And I'll tell you what, things that people have been waiting on God for, I'd been praying for my father for 35 years. 35 years. And I just went, Dad, we're gonna pray together. This is what we're gonna do, prayer of salvation. Blah, 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 blah. And he did. Because I told him. Legit. Who's excited? I'll tell you what I am. Can we just finish by offering up a shout of praise to the Lord? Can we just do that?